I think that's my biggest other fear of like doing like bondage or like being tied up. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if they die? Okay. Or or, 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 or what if they what if they they get incapacitated and I'm stuck? It's not about that. It's about the beginning. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name's Adam. And I'm Lewis. I promise I'm not laughing at my name this time. Setting up today has been a, been a hot struggle. <laughs> my 20-minute setup. <laughs> can we, like, we need to figure out how we can record the screen just so we can, like, watch this happen and we'll put out bonus content. Because, you know, just we're so good at bonus content that we promise every episode. An IG story of our, yeah, it's it's a process every week, me trying to get ready. But today was even was even better. He like made a mouth noise, stuck his headphones on his head, threw a pop filter. <laughs> I've thought about it before, like if if there were ever to be a live show, can you imagine though, like trying to get on stage? I'm like, wait, it wait, also, wait. It'd also be like four hours because <laughs> three of them are us getting ready. Because <laughs> either I'm running late or you're like still preparing. Everyone's left. <laughs> We're, we we end up having to like pay money to do a live show. Oh my God. <laughs> it sounds very on brand for us, though. To be honest, it does. It's really on brand. Oh boy! Well, I know Lewis is very excited about today's episode. I, I'm excited that, as well. That means, that means I'm not excited. So <laughs> I think you are. You've been waiting to tell this story for what i i think i'm more excited yeah since we first started i think i'm more excited to see the response like see your physical reaction and response to it and then and then getting to hear people talk about it and then (laughs) (laughs) and then thinking about what promo i could possibly do how to spin this oh my god i'm like already like my heart's racing so we do, we do have a few headlines to hop into before that. How was your week, Lewis? It was okay. It was, it was good. Didn't really do much. Work was work. Our One of our favorite managers left. Well, one of our only managers Sad. left. Yeah, she's with like one of our really good friends. And she like took care of like me and my classroom when we first started, like when we became the room we are now. So it's really sad, but it's not like we're not going to be friends. So there weren't as many tears. It was more like us just goofing around and, and being silly and goofy. And we went out uh, on Friday to one of our favorite bars around there. And we just hung out, brought everyone out. We all hugged. Kumbaya, all that jazz. And then, oh, on Tuesday, there was a there was a gay gaming event at a local gay bar. I went to that and it was really fun. I ended up meeting the coordinators and they, I told them, I was like, hey, I'm a streamer. Like I do all this other shit and I'm like in different communities, whatever. I'm like, uh, there's a, there's some Chicago people all up in there. So I was like, if you ever want to like send a graphic, like I wouldn't mind helping promote that, promote you guys. And he's like, oh yeah, I would love that. <laughs> oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. So we're like in talks kind of to do all that. And uh, it was actually really nice. They, they literally, I only expected like three people to come and like a whole bunch of people came. It wasn't like super crowded, but it also was like a good amount. And so they like played Smash Bros and the report games and stuff. It was nice. It was actually really nice. Cause like, it's weird. Because, like, the gay gaming community, the quote-unquote gamer community, there really aren't many meetups or, like, places, or at least that I know mm-hmm. of. And, like, even looking through other groups and stuff, there aren't many 
like those those like niche spaces where it's just like queer folk hanging out playing games like in that area and i think that's like one group that is kind of that kind of wants that because we're already like socially awkward and weird so it's like hey how do we force each other to like talk to each other right that's what i was gonna say at the introverted nature of streamers and gamers so yeah and it's like and i think a lot of people just don't want to admit that they do it like i know there was that whole big wave Mm. of oh my god nerdy is like so cool but it's like the actual nerds and geeks of the world like they they ain't out there promoting that let me tell you they they are at your local hot topic not the insta boys who are in jock straps with a controller in there (laughs) my my friend josh sent me a a meme or it wasn't even a meme it was just a picture of a guy (laughs) on his instagram and he was in underwear and had controller in his hand and josh was like i think i want to play video games now i was like his controller isn't even turned on The PlayStation but, but controller, his, but, but his joystick is. Oh, God. oh jokes! Yeah, it, was, it was pretty visible. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how they get you. Yes. Have you ever seen that one of like it was like Gamer Girls, whatever, and it was like <laughs> it's like an Xbox, but she's holding a different like controller, yes. and it's like upside down. <laughs> backwards like that's like yeah that's my favorite one and they're like girls can be gamers too i'm like yeah they can but they also don't need to be hypersexualized and like not (laughs) playing the right console and game hello right like at least do it right Right. just doing all the gamer girls a favor out here (laughs) no just thank you for your contribution literally thank you for giving me unrealistic standards (laughs) love that journey how are you adam i'm good i'm wonderful okay great had an incredible week. Had a very weird oh, week. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even uh, want to recap it all. It was it was a it was a rough a, seven days. He had a really bad week. Just <laughs> I did. Uh, I guess the biggest the biggest hurdle to end on my Friday was was the car accident. <laughs> Totaled my car. That was fun. I love that we've both had a total cars in a matter of a month. Yep, that is true. <laughs> It was, God, yeah, it was traumatic. I've never been in a, I've been like sideswiped or something, but I've never actually been in a car accident, like airbags deployed and everything. It was scary. Um, Yeah. The the fire, uh, one of the firemen, while they were cleaning up my car off the street, Uh came walking up to my window and and just like handed me something and I looked at it and it was my Atlanta United license plate. (laughs) Not just the license plate, but the entire part the of the car bumper? that the license, <laughs> license plate screws into. <laughs> just like, oh my God. To me through the window. I was like, thank you. He's like, here, get a souvenir. Thank you for remember, not sweeping that away. Day. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And I, I think last weekend was when the slight hearing loss in my right ear started in the ringing. So when my, I had taken off one or did a half day one day this week to go to the doctor, inconclusive. And so, yeah, on impact. I was sitting there amongst the smoke and my crumpled car. And I was just like, oh, my God, the ringing. It's so Black much Hawk. worse now. Like it's like a down over here. Jesus. <laughs> yes. That scene where a bomb's gone off and it's just that high pitch ringing. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually pretty selective with like when I'm when I'm dramatic on social media. <laughs> Recently single, but I didn't post about that anywhere. And I, I'm not one of these people that's going to post some inspirational quote, like you live and you learn under a series of photos of me in a jockstrap on Instagram. You but, did live, live, laugh, love. 
Live, laugh, yeah. love. Oh my God, eat, pray, love. That's what you should have oh, did. Eat, pray, love. I'm just like going on my New journey. journey. New journey for me. But I I will post a vague photo of my totaled car on the bed of a tow truck. Yeah, and you didn't and even like tell me. And I was like. <laughs> I didn't tell anyone. You didn't tell anyone. And then I have to find out, find out like the rest of the general public. And I'm like, um... Is he okay? Do we have a podcast? Is he dead? I don't know. Like, I was like, I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to do anything. Like, I know. Fuck. Well, that's. And, I think. And honestly, I thought I, I thought you were gonna say I have I have selective hearing already. Oh God! And yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, and now now you just can't hear. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, I can use that at work moving forward. <laughs> I'll just fully start ignoring everyone on the right side of the room, which is everyone. Yeah. I sit on the left side. <laughs> Perfect. It's great. I'm sorry, I can't hear what? So, yeah, the new season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is on Netflix. That's what it's called, right? The yeah. full name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched the first season yet, I demand you watch it immediately after finishing this episode of Perfectly Incapable. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. I'm a little over halfway through the new season. I'm almost, and I'm almost caught up to where you are. It's good. I'm so close. It's, it's good. so good. That's all I want to say about it. But it's I know. I can't we're gonna give it like a week or two and then I'm gonna go full on <laughs> psycho and be full like, spoilers. Hey, full spoilers, full everything. Because <laughs> I have comments, not so much concerns, just a lot of comments. And I'm right. ready to scream them. Just a lot of comments, yeah. It's been good. I'm really, really happy with it. Uh and then we have a new Carly Ray Jepson. <gasps> Super excited about that. I'm very excited about that. I fucking love Carly Rae. And those, she's... Those tickets went on sale. I feel like she's the um, she's the Kylie Minogue that America's not dropping the ball on. Like, sh- everyone loves her. Wow. What a... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just... I was like, how does nobody know Kylie Minogue? And I'm a little this, offended. Um, this is so what I'm saying. Like, Kylie no, Minogue... Like, yeah. America, like, dropped the ball on her. She yeah, could have been huge. Which was weird. I know. Which was so weird because Can't Get You Out of My Head was like... Yeah. One of the big, like, <clears throat> ma- more mainstream songs. And I was like, I fucking love Kylie. Right. And ever since then, as the age of, like, what, seven? I was like, let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Let's be gayer yeah. than usual. Let's be gayer than usual. Mm-hmm. Extremes out here. But yeah, Carly's, uh, her new album, Dedication, out May 17th. So she's kicking off the the Pride season with just all kinds of excitement for the gays. Yeah. And then Sean Hayes has a new animated series called Q-Force on Netflix. So I'm assuming that stands for Queer Force. It's a uh, a 10 episode series about a handsome secret agent and his team of fellow LGBTQ super spies. So it's like a gay James Bond, essentially. So they'll be out here. I'm assuming it's going to be comical. I mean, it's animated. And so they'll be having their misadventures and in their professional and personal careers. So that'd be cute. Yeah, I didn't try the because they in the article that I actually read this week. Adam, Adam sent me a text. He's like, "Hey, there's there's notes in the drive," and I was like, "Okay, I see it. I understand. Thank you for." Sorry, I interrupted you watching Sabrina. I was like, "Thank you for being nice about it. I know I don't read them every week, but uh, here we go." Um, Not to be passive aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I was reading it and they said like it's they like akin it to queer characters. Like I guess Netflix said uh, Big Mouth, which I have not watched yet, but I heard really good things about it. Yeah. Nobody yell at me. Don't at me. I know I need to watch it. It's it's in the quay. Don't you worry. I haven't seen it either. I've, but it's supposed to be really good. And then there was the the drag queen one, the one that RuPaul did with all those drag queens. Yeah. And I heard it wasn't great. So like I didn't watch it. So I'm hoping that I just love Sean Hayes too. So I'm just hoping it's just going to be fucking a knock out of the park. Cause it's yeah, also, did it, it's also did it will and grace end this week too. 
Yeah, the season. Yeah, the season ended. So mm, get that money, Sean Hayes. And uh, then finally, the new season of Game of Thrones will be airing this coming Sunday, April fourteenth. Uh, oh and God. luckily, it airs after we record that morning, so Lewis will only be slightly distracted with the upcoming premiere. I will probably not be unsightly. I will be so distracted this recording time. <laughs> Because I'll be having like a crowd of like fire on and like screaming about dragons. Wonderful. Like, I love Jon Snow so much. I was looking at um, speaking of Game of Thrones, like IGN has been doing like a podcast, and I guess or like whatever little whatever segment or something of it's like of all the characters that died, they like interview them and talk about their deaths yeah. and how they felt about it. I didn't know that was a thing. And then they showed the girl. Am I allowed to spoil things yet? It's been how many years? Am I allowed to say things on this podcast? Can I? Say I hope spoiler? you do. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> the the little girl with the, the daughter that gets killed. I'm just saying it. I don't care. Remember the little girl with, oh, the, okay. with the grayscale on her face? Yeah. I was like, they they're they're like, we interviewed her. I was like, I can't listen to that. Jesus, I will I'll, start I will start bawling. I will weep openly. I'll drop in a uh, uh <laughs> a spoiler line before you start talking. <laughs> Before you start rambling. Heads like up, spoilers person. ahead. Yeah. Up, spo- <laughs> Am I allowed to say things on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, that's what the spoiler goes out. <laughs> or you just bleep Fuck. out the entire thing. Please God, I do. would be so mad at you. <laughs> I, but I'm always waiting for that. I'm always waiting for you just to, like, bleep me out, even though we, like, cut <laughs> cut half my ramblings out. But I'm, like, I'm waiting for just a full-on bleep. I've thought about adding in, like, a, a bleep just... <laughs> <laughs> you should do it every time I swear. Or everyone I don't swear, just to like make it sound like I was saying something offensive. Mm-hmm. That would be the whole podcast. Okay, no, I'm not offensive. Uh, no, I am sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. You all still love me, kind of. Sorry. Kind of. Kind of, like, sort of. Yeah, I'll tell you. Toler- tolerate me is the word <laughs> that I'm looking for. But yeah, I would love for you to talk on this podcast and to talk about kinks and fetishes, <laughs> which is today's episode. <laughs> See, you guys thought I was like already feeling uncomfortable doing the porn episode. Um, <laughs> That's what's your idea. I know, and then and then now I think about it. I was and I was gonna say that like this was actually my idea for this subject this week. So um, here's me like taking taking initiative on this podcast for once. No, I was like, I'm not. Uh, I don't have any kinks, but yeah, let's go. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I got Google. Which is the best because like originally when we were when we like actually were like thinking about episode ideas, this was one of the ones that you and I like specifically talked about. Yeah. And I remember us being talking about it. And now you're like, I have nothing to talk about. I was like, I don't like you. <laughs> There's a lot of parts that we're going to talk about today that we're really just going to have to gloss over some of the things because they could take up a full episode. So yeah. I still want to deep dive into some of these later Great. with so episodes. So that. I was going to yeah, say, sure. you could also tell me no. Could I? Um, I mean, no, but yes. You could try. <laughs> yeah, but no, but yeah. You could try, is what I'm saying. We could attempt to have a conversation about no. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Anyways. I don't take that well. Anyways, kinks <laughs> and fetishes. What yeah. are they? Adam doesn't have any, and I can't wait to ask him a lot of questions. Yeah, I love to answer yeah. questions. Uh, so I, I think we both like had the same mentality as like saying what they are, because they're not the same, but there's also a lot of gray area. Yeah, there's a ton of overlap between all of the definitions and the terms, but the general world <laughs> uses them interchangeably, which they're not. Yeah. So should we should we go into each one yeah. first? Mm-hmm. OK, great. 
Yeah. So fetishes typically refer to a behavior that someone cannot get sexually aroused without. So fetishes can also be a term people use to describe a sexual arousal that's coupled with a typically non-sexual object. So think of leather. Leather. Yeah. yeah. My, I was going to say <laughs> underwear. No, that too. Yeah. Leather underwear. Corsets. They're also right. like, so like that object is there, but they're also liking the body parts that are obta- like obtained with the corset. So I guess like boobs and like a thin waist. So like that's part of, I guess, in there. Okay. I don't think I have any fetishes per se that I need like for necessary gratification. Like I don't think I have a fetish per se. Right. So I like I, th- I think I have more kinks and fetishes is what it is. You know, because I don't that think I ha- I don't think I need I don't like really need anything to happen during intercourse. Yeah. Uh, to make and I think effort. fetishes can a lot of times involve more of a scene. Okay, I see that. Not like a scenario necessarily, but like a scene, like a community kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going into kinks, uh, kinks are activities or behaviors that some enjoy that exist outside the quote unquote norm of quote unquote traditional sex. So basically it's like it's acts that like add to the add to the sexual experience. Right. And so where the overlap comes between those would be like bondage can be someone's kink that turns them on. Uh, being tied up or restrained while someone else can have a bondage fetish in which their entire like sexuality revolves around restraint. They probably need to be restrained or tied up in order to be sexually aroused. Have you ever seen those videos? Of course. Oh my God. I like, I don't, I I, see, let's just preface this right now. I'm not saying I'm king shaming you, fetish shaming you. I just don't understand it. And like, I, and for me as a person, I want to understand a lot of things and I just I'm like, oh, but the like the like the latex ones where like you're just like legit covered, almost look like you look like you're suffocating. Yeah, those are those are in, like I'm like, I even feel so uncomfortable, you know, like the chafing. Right. And that's I think that's also combined with um, a, I mean, there would be like the material latex and everything. That's yeah. one form of the, the being used, but then probably also ties in with claustrophilia, which mm. we'll bring up again later. Which yeah. is like being aroused by tight by being confined. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's claustrophobia. This is obviously the opposite of that claustrophilia. Yeah, choke me, Dad. So I'll, yeah, I mean, we want to talk through it because there are so many misconceptions and so many people just kind of yeah. lump anything outside of missionary as like a kink or a fetish. Literally, Literally as <laughs> right. it's as long as it's not penetration, they're like, what? Oh my god, it's so kinky. The thing is, there's. <laughs> There's vanilla and then there's gay vanilla. Like there's a lot of gays that are like, oh I'm not vanilla. It's you eat ass and you do anal just like the rest of us. You're not kinky. You're yeah. just, you're, you're gay. That's part of gay sex. A lot of straight couples or heterosexuals that would be more of a kink. I mean, an anal is considered a, a kink, I believe, but okay. for the gays or the queer community, it's like, that's just a Tuesday. Literally. You know, well, that's why, that's why they always make that joke about like straight couples with like one finger up the butt. And so it's, it's really important to keep in mind that everyone has a different level of kink because being punched in the face while you're having your nipples electrocuted is just a Tuesday for some people. It is. And like, the, oh my God, I just like, I'm always so like, I'm so fascinated by it because there's also the people with, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, but clothes pins, like, mm. like the clothes pins. I'm always like, ow, 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 ow. They just like put them on like nipples or balls or whatever. And I'm always just like, ah, oh, ah, right. Yes. Right, right, and I'm right. always just like, that hurts. My mind hurts safety like pin. Oh, oh God. Can you? <gasps> well, and then my brain went to flesh pulling, which is a whole other 
All right, I lose his face like, right now. Oh my god! It's like I just I don't know. I think I think I'm such a fragile like a fragile flower that like if anything hurts me, I'm like I'm done. I'm out. Five hundred percent out. But the thing is, like, right. that's some people's pleasure. And if you remember, yeah. there was that podcast serial. I think it was. And it was okay. like the second season. The town they were living in was like super religious or whatever, but the guy was super into like pain and like that's how he like got pleasure. So he would like mm-hmm. get a lot of tattoos. And so he like was covered. He I think they were all hidden, but he had all you get these tattoos because it like felt good to him. Like that was pleasure for him. Mm-hmm. And he also like getting beat. I think like whips and like nine tails and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, and that that's that's the one thing that came to my mind too. And like just saying that. And I always think of that uh, Chelsea Handler one. Was it Chelsea Does? Is that the one? And she goes to the to the like the bondage uh, area and and okay. then, like literally like whipping people. Right. And I was like, whoo, whoo, and all it's the just flogging the and everything. Yeah. Right. And and sound is definitely a part of it. Like the anticipation yeah. and like the the snap of a whip. Yeah. It all ties Ooh. into the actual experience and the sensations. The all sensory. Yeah. Um, I mean, because pain is a, a real sexual trigger for a lot of people on both yeah. spectrums. You know, for some people, it's it's a terrifying thing. And for other people, it's a necessary part of being aroused. And alive. like they always have that thing like it makes me feel alive. Right. You know, I've always thought that piercings feel really good. Yeah. Like I any, see, and I say that I'm a fragile flower, but I love getting tattoos. Right. Like tattoos and piercings. Those those have a it, it oddly feels good to me. Yeah, but, same. you know, I've been like spanked too hard before and been like, what the fuck? Get out of here. <laughs> Ow, uh... right. so are you kidding me? <laughs> and they're like, no. My kink. <laughs> and so some of the some of the things um, that you were just mentioning, um, I mean, whips and everything that that'll tie into BDSM, which is also not an interchangeable term with kinks or fetishes, mm-hmm. uh, because some BDSM is kinky, but not all kinks are part of BDSM. And uh, so BDSM involves an erotic power exchange through dominance and submission. Just sounds hot. Right. And, you know, the the idea of that, like submission or dominance is very attractive to a lot of people. And and there can be spanking involved with role playing, say, you know, like a teacher, schoolgirl fantasy and spanking and everything. Don't use that. How dare you? I forget you're (laughs) A teacher sometimes. Yeah, I'm a teacher uh, talking but, about kinks and fetishes right now. Like, really, right. really aiming high here. <laughs> Relatable content. Relatable content. Who wants to hire me? I'm I'll do your role. But, I mean, there's there's bits and pieces of each of them that that overlap. They tie together, but they're not just like interchangeable terms. Yeah. So then do you have any kinks? That's, I mean, I've, <clears throat> I laugh about it because I've never considered myself to be a vanilla person. And then again, stopping and thinking about it, it's like, okay, well eating ass and anal is just like the rest of the <laughs> queers. <laughs> so, but not all people it really make though, either though. Not well, true. I'll challenge you with that. True. As far as just being a gay man, I don't consider myself to be very kinky. I mean, mm. spanking here and there can be fine. I've dealt with uh, handcuffs to an extent that I, like you were saying, the idea of, Dominance and submissive roles is really attractive to me, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I think it would just have to be the right, with the right person because I get in my head about things, <laughs> and it would be on both sides because I'm a very dominant person, and so the idea of being submissive to someone is like, fuck off, no, like don't don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's attractive because 
the idea of letting go and not being in control of every single part of my life or wanting to be anyways could be arousing, but it would have to be with someone that I'd be able to do those things with. Otherwise that would just be, it would not turn me on. It would do the opposite. I have the same, I have, I have the same thing though. Like that's the thing, like, yeah. the, pow- like the power and control thing. Mm-hmm. I, well, obviously we're both very dominant people. Like my mind's to a fault that I'm fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> so like, I mean, it's not even with the right person. Like if someone, I, I love getting the messages from like the real like Dom dudes who are like, Hey, you look like you'd be great for it. And I'm like, and I remember I said something, I phrased something funny. I think I was trying to be funny. Right. And he, and he was like, Oh no, you would definitely not make a good sub. And I was like, <laughs> how dare I was like, how dare you? Rude. You don't like me. only four messages in and you're going to tell me <laughs> I can't be what I want to be. And see right. that right there. That's what he was saying. Like, right. I, I'm not good at it. So like, I this very- is the whole problem with this scenario. <laughs> this is the whole problem with you. Okay. This, this exchange. You're, you're a fucking mess. I, I remember when I, it was, first year of moving to Atlanta on scruff this guy I would see him on he's older late 50s and like neck to toe tattoos and I mean that because he just bombarded me with photos uh but he was every message was all caps and always referred to me as boy and talking about his swing and Ah. wanted to throw me up in it and I was like absolutely not no no, thank you. And it's one of those situations where I want to be like, no, sir. And like, well, I can't say, sir, that'll turn him on. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there, been there, been right. there too. And too like, scary. That's great. That's fine. Again, with, with the right person, I'd be happy to do that. But in that moment, I was like, I am not into this and I, I, I need this to end. <laughs> Just block immediately. Right. Don't come in hot at me like that. <laughs> it's not 2 a.m. Don't come in hot like that. Right. Message me and be like, hello, young man. Are you into... <laughs> Oh, being, oh wow! <laughs> being formal, dominated, for, for, formal dominance apparently. And be like, well, I don't know. Let me have another drink and I'll see. Well, let me think about it. Then we um, can go. Then maybe start with the like all caps boy and bullshit. But <laughs> all caps though is aggressive. <laughs> it is, and that's it's most of the time that's what I get in my experience. Someone that's wanting to just come at me at like you said two a.m. It's just <laughs> all caps. I was literally taught like in school to like not do that because it's so aggressive. And they're like, don't underline things, don't like uh, highlight stuff, like don't mm-hmm. use caps because it's like a form of aggression. So like again, it's a form of dominance because you're making right. it, like you're in charge. And I'm like, well, a I am in charge. Um, <laughs> two. <laughs> so I told you about how not dare you? I know. First of all, how dare? Second See, of I, all, how far away do you live? <laughs> I told you I'm not, I'm not a good, apparently I'm not a good sub. I will never be. But like, I think that, but I think that is one of my kinks. It's like, I do like that. I'm just really bad at it. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I love the idea of someone trying to overpower me or like take control of of me. Like, I love that. And I think like, even like, even in dating, like here's my dating kinks. It's like, I need, I need someone like on that lower level of a kink to be like, Hey, I did this for you. You don't have a choice. Like I made this dinner. I'm taking you on this date. You're going mm-hmm. like, I think like I want that on a dating level and in the bedroom, like I want to practice that, but I just, I cannot because I'm like, like you said, no, don't you dare right. tell me what to do. So like, I'm really bad at it. So I think the only time it would work is if you restrain me, but you'd have to be able to restrain me. Right. You know? Yeah. The whole idea of that makes me so uh, anxious. Right. The idea of it is kind of hot and a turn on, but then actually thinking about it happening gives me such anxiety. 
Yeah, I've seen enough movies. I don't want to die. Right. What, what was in there? What was that movie where like she, the, the, the lady, like uh, handcuffed her husband and then he like died on the bed or like and then and oh no, she she was handcuffed to the bed and then they were having sex and he died mid mid sex and then she had to figure out how to get oh, out man. of the handcuffs. That's like it's an actual oh, movie. Yeah, it's an actual movie. I mean, it's not like a true story. I think, but it was an actual movie. I have Isn't no that clue. crazy. That would be horrifying. Yes. It shows she's just like naked in this bed, just trapped. Right. Trapped in these handcuffs. And it's mm-hmm. not just one pair. She's like strapped to the fucking uh, bedposts. Oh, God. Nope. Right. That's see. see th- I think I think that's my biggest other fear of like doing like bondage or like being tied up. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if they die? OK. Or or, oh. or, or what if they're, what if, they're what if they get incapacitated and I'm stuck? It's not about them. It's about me. Right. I'm stuck. What, the what if they die? And I'm just here like fully restrained. <laughs> I can't get out of that. I can't. How is this? I'm going to have to like eat my, it's good that it turns into the saw. Oh, like I'm going to have to literally eat my arm. Like this okay. is, this is taking a, a turn, right? It's a turd. <laughs> the, these are the things you have to think about ladies. Just here fully naked and restrained contemplating my life choices, how I got here. So you might be wondering. <laughs> <laughs> hey <That> guys. <laughs> record scratch. Uh, Jesus. Hey babes. God. <laughs> Lord Jesus. All right. Uh, Hopefully no one expected us to have any, any other of delivery like, of this. I, of anything. Well, that's the thing, like, like, I'm not like, oh, I don't know. Like, I love that idea. And I think I do love the idea of being restrained and stuff. Like, that's fun. Asphyxiation. Um, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe like a light, mm-hmm. a light foray into it. But like, don't try to choke me out. I'm not looking to change colors. Like, I'm not, I'm not that kind of asphyxiation. Right. Dirty talk can be fun, though. Is that a kink? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. But I, I mean, I'm also not going to say no because I don't know what, what I didn't see anything about that. So I'm not an expert. <laughs> okay. Same. I, I love that I'm coming here asking questions. <laughs> I literally, I literally told him this. I was like, I'm going to ask you questions about kinks this whole time. Yeah. Um, but I do like, I do like underwear. Like we were talking about it, underwear. And I, mm. and I think it's, I also have like a wide variety of my own. Like I keep mm. making them. I don't know why. Some of them are very, just not like, they're literally for, like they're made for sex. Being or seen. Like sexy times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, there's a whole uh, market for yes. kinks and fetishes. And that's amazing to me. We were talking yesterday about, or yesterday, last week about porn. And like in mm-hmm. that, like they make these scenarios too. And like that porn market is so booming too, because like you have to like, as a porn star, you have to be willing to do some of this. And I, and I also, it makes me wonder since there's like gay, gay for pay porn stars. I wonder if there's like kink for pay, you know, like I wonder if some of these people aren't like super into it, but they're like, Hey, the market's there. The money's good. Would you do it? Of course there is like, I don't know the equivalent term for guys, but cam girls. Okay. Um, Do you, for anyone that watched uh, the United States of Terra, where Brie Larson had one of her first beginnings. Uh, she was the daughter. She was you know, on camera doing, she'd like pop, balloon, she'd sit on balloons and pop them. That's a kink. She'd sit on cakes. Mm. There's, yeah, there, I mean, there are people that are providing content to people to pay for, you know, to, to see this kink that mm. they have that aren't into them themselves, but... Oh my god! That makes me think of. Do you ever see Broad City? Are you a Broad City fan? Yeah, it's one of the first, one of the older episodes. Remember when they go to the to clean the house? <laughs> to clean the house. Yes. He goes. I don't know I do. what he is. I'm a baby. That was such a funny episode. Oh my god! It was so good. <laughs> they just steal all of his shit. Right. <laughs> and they started knocking shit over and throwing the block. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do I have any other kinks? <clears throat> well, Ooh, I like uniform. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like what? Go on. I was going to say we can, I mean, we're sitting here talking about kinks. We can just go through some of the common ones. Do you, do you, uh, have, so, do you have like a whole checklist? Yeah. 
Oh my god, let's close. Let's make a checklist. All right. Scratch that. Hey, babes. Here we go again. <laughs> We're redoing this again because I looked Jesus. at the notes and I didn't look at them. Look at them. But Adam has a right. list of kinks we're going to do right now. What a fun game, Adam. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So just some of, some of the common ones. Um, and these are ones that I didn't consider a kink, but I understand how they are and why they are. So like anal. We mentioned that earlier. Okay. That is considered a kink because not everyone. It's outside of, I guess, quote unquote, traditional sex. So that's what, where it would be considered a kink. So like you said earlier, dirty talk might be, might fall under that category. Uh, group sex, which I understand that that's a kink, but it's, okay. it's so common in the queer community, threesomes and just group sex in general that I forget that it would fall under that. And then so voyeurism as well. Oh my God. Yeah. The people that I've encountered with my, my colorful date, my, my colorful like dating app pass, I should say. You have gotten the most, you, you really do get the craziest messages. Oh, I, I cannot wait to tell you the story. The, the, the big, the big story (laughs) that I am going to tell you, but no voyeur, but we'll get to that. Voyeurism is like, it's such a huge thing. And I've gotten at least two to three people being like, Hey, would you have sex with my boyfriend while I watch or vice versa? Oh yeah. Cuckolding. Pardon? Cuckolding. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you said, but I was like, did you say something else? Cuckolding. That's yeah. Where you uh, are aroused by watching your partner be fucked Mm. by someone else or fuck someone else. Oh my God. Aggressive. (laughs) Aggressive. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Voyeurism and exhibitionism is, you know, another big one as well. There's a whole like, have you ever done it outside? Yeah, but not with the intent to be seen. I mean, it does add to the excitement, but I guess that's true. Yeah. It was more when I was younger and Mm -hmm. living with, we were both like living with parents. So it just like be banging in the mini Cooper at a Applebee's parking lot. Wow. A mini Cooper. Yeah. I miss that car. (laughs) You open the sunroof and you got plenty of room. Mm, okay. It was actually a very spacious car. But yeah, like uh, uh, changing rooms. Mm. Yeah, do it anywhere. Yeah. I, I dated this one guy that was a barista at a drive through coffee shop. It was only a drive through like double-sided. And we would mm. we had sex in there a lot. Just I like really cars honking. I really thought you were going to say like in the drive through window. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I thought we didn't want to get caught. What the fuck? It's like one of those right in front of my salad moments. Just oh my God. The window, and it's taking like, an order. That is like literally the weirdest glory hole ever. <laughs> Holy hell. So you're, you're welcome. Mara. Yeah. And then uh, we've, we've discussed bondage a little bit. All of these have way more involved than we're going to cover. And then there's puppy play, which is, it's more of a recent scene in the last, what, like four, I don't know, yeah, several years. years. And it's, it's bigger in the, the queer community, but that involves a lot more of the, the master, uh, sub those aren't the right terms because they're related to to like pup and alpha and whatnot so that's i mean that falls under there as well that that one actually really intrigues me not that i would do it but i like i like like learning about it and seeing the different dynamics Mm -hmm. and i'm just like ah wow and that's a scene that fall it doesn't just fall under sex being involved i mean it's also just a, a mentality it's i think that's what it involves more of is a mind sta- a state of mind yeah. but it can involve sex as well um and then so this is not not part of this this is just a, another bullet point role playing mm. uh so you know acting out various fantasies medical uh schools Ooh. school settings stop it <laughs> um 
uh, foot fetish. So okay. worshiping feet through massage, kissing, smelling. There's part of me that would really love to be with someone that had a foot fetish because I love feet massages so much. Have you ever been offered money for your hands or your feet? Nope. The thing is, people don't come at me hot like they do you. Just the one guy <laughs> calling me boy and wanting to throw me up in a sling. I love that that's like your one thing. That's, that's all I ever get. I don't know if it's because I'm just little or, I mean, you're short too, though. So because I don't know. I'm little. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I had like a hard time like reading some of these things because like there are people that like fetishize other races and right. things, which is like an actual hot button topic. Right. Because like, again, like people turn into like they see you and you turn into this like sex object. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like taking a person that has feelings and whatever and, you know, is has a is a normal daily life, has a life just like you, mm-hmm. but you become a fetish. And like I've been victim to that before. Luckily you can quite quickly nip it in the butt and be like, okay, no, we're done here. Bye. Yeah. Because like once it happens, it's scary. I remember like they like to talk about your skin. Mm-hmm. Especially skin color, my my features. There's like there's like trigger words you'll hear and you're like, ah. Oh. Like ooh, right. this, this might be a little iffy. So for all my yeah. all my fellow POCs out there, be careful. Uh, there yeah, are some I'm, hot button words. Unless you're, I mean, I don't know if that's considered a kink. I don't want to see it as a kink because I don't want to be seen as an object. But maybe some people just want to be playthings. Is that like a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Well, like, yeah, I'm mean, such well, a hard. Yeah, but I don't think that that should include race, though. I mean, it's a different from just yeah. someone wanting to kind of be a plaything versus, I mean, yeah. Asian women have been fetishized by straight white men for decades. Oh, and yeah. It's, you know, it's it's gross. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it's a punchline in so many stories. Literally. Or movies and I like Austin Powers. In, so, in sociology, we were, we were watching this movie and it was about actually like the porn industry and media in general. And it was like how it was more towards like heterosexual like media because that's what dominates. Yeah. <clears throat> so like their whole thing was like women are like infantilized. Mm-hmm. So they're like, so there's different poses and things like they're very like secure and demure and there's like hands and everything's very gentle and like the color schemes and the outfits they wear, like short skirts and you're not seen as like a dominant force. Like that was one of the big things they were talking about. And they were like, women are very much like fetishized and like put in those roles. Yeah. The only time it would be a dominant female is typically if it is a dominatrix, like a bondage say, type of porn. Yeah. Where it's whip. specifically intentional that. Yeah. Almost like my best friends, the uh, cock cock destroyers with their leather. <laughs> there you outfits. go. <laughs> I love that I can bring. I love that I keep roping. You do. Pictures. You get to bring them up a lot. It's so good. <laughs> Thank God for for social media. Um, you mentioned earlier, uh, lingerie becomes a fetish when someone needs it to be present in a sexual scenario in order to fully engage or get off. So not mm-hmm. not just you know seeing someone in some cute tidy whities or something. It and it's it's involved a lot with foot fetishes like stockings and whatnot. You know they overlap a lot. Yeah. And edging. I think that's. Uh, common one that isn't necessarily people think about what they're doing is edging but Mm -hmm. so that's bringing someone or yourself uh to the brink of climax and then forcing it to stop and then doing that over and over so that's considered edging and i think that's something a lot of people do Mm -hmm. that wouldn't consider that a kink but it does fall into that category 
Those videos are so interesting to watch, though, too. I, I love that I just keep coming like, this is so interesting to me. Right. Like, I don't, the, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I would do it, but, like, I like seeing people doing it because I'm like, you're, one, you're living your best life. And two, I just am like, how, why, when? I want to, like, Bar- Barbara Walters, everybody. Like, right. It's ridiculous. I, I know ha- I'm being ridiculous. I had a guy hit me up on scruff, uh, asking me if I was, if I would be into him doing that. And he was like, here's some of my work and just sent me like 10 photos of guys tied up with blindfolds. And I was like, is there, was there consent in these photographs of these guys? That was, that's where my mind went. Yeah. Not, am I interested in this? It was, I'm not trying to get tied up and blindfolded and then some one take photos of me. <laughs> They're usually pretty good about, about asking consent for photos and videos. But that's where my mind goes. I know. That's why, We're that's why like hooking up with someone in general is, is just a never on the table for me. This is, this is why you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> before it happens. Yeah. Conversation. Like, nope. Can't checked out. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for driving yeah, over here and driving back home. <laughs> But like, there's like, there's so like, cause it's not always just hands. Like it's not just hand stuff. Like right. there's, there could be feathers of the machines, like, like, like the, the electrical ones. Mm-hmm. Do you see how like excited I get talking about it? I'm just like, yeah, so I'm that, so intrigued. There's also tie into sensation play. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, wow. And like, I can't imagine being like shocked with anything, like let, let right. alone like being tased. Like but that, that's, that's actually one of the sensations I never want to feel is like a taser. Okay. That's like, one that I mean, I'm, I'm sure, really I'm sure like in. most people like don't want to get tased, but you know. Yeah. I've been electrocuted I, a couple of times and as long as it's not detrimental to like, I'm always afraid that I'm going to clench too hard or something. And I'm really afraid about my teeth constantly. <laughs> I have dreams about my teeth being like shattered. That's a whole, we need a dream episode. Um, but that's, <gasps> oh I know. that's, oh uh, as long as it wasn't something like that, I'm kind of into like minor shocks and tases. I'm not sitting no out here kinks. with a I have no outlet, kinks but. and fetish. I have no kinks and fetishes. Yeah. Eh, yeah. <laughs> good talk. Good, good talk, Adam. But yeah. I, I love that this is like your journey of learning. <laughs> learning about myself. That's what, that's what I uh, love about this podcast is reflecting back sometimes. Like after the money episode, I've been really reeling in my spending. But no, like sensation ones are, that's crazy. Oh yeah. my God. Like when people do like melted wax, like, like, like speaking yeah. of like skin to max. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, but the thing is, like, I say, ooh, yeah. but I do like that sensation of peeling it off. I just don't like it falling on my body, like, mm-hmm. on purpose. Like, if it happens on accident, fine, but, like, on purpose, ooh. Yeah, ooh. so, like, the pairing with the blindfold, the sensory deprivation of that, you're talking about the feathers, tickling, and then introducing temperature variations such as hot wax or ice cubes. I mean, those are all fall under that yeah. sens- sensation play. Yeah. Ooh. No, I, I mean, know. I do. I do think it could be sexy. Like, I do think it could be fun. But again, like losing one of my senses terrifies me. Like being blindfolded. Oh no, oh no. Like again, in theory, I like it, but I'm too much of. I have too much anxiety in my life that I already am. Like, what's happening around me? What's going on? Like, I need to. I need to see and be aware of. Blindfolds are something I would actually be. I think into. I mean, during sex, yes, I like to look at the person I'm with and and have those moments. But I also really like to just be in my head and, and feel what's going on. So I do tend to just close my eyes anyway. So blindfold would be a lot of fun. Okay. I think. So we have blindfolds. Also like naps. Oh. So like getting, so like, so like getting, so like wearing an eye mask while getting electrocuted to the point of where you pass out for a nap. <gasps> There's your kink. There's your niche kink. We found it. We found it. We could probably, you could probably start like an OnlyFans, make money off of it. <laughs> 
I'm sure there's a market. Oh, 100%. Well, uh, oh, uh, there's got to be more of me out there, okay? <laughs> I can't be the only one. <laughs> Please don't let me be the only one. I'm so lonely already. Jesus. All right, well, let's 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 go into some of the more obscure kinks and fetishes then. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, so the human furniture fetish. So this is this is a fetish where it involves bondage and sexual uh, objectification. So it's where a submissive is turned into a table, cabinet, a chair, or some other piece of furniture. Is so this American Horror Story Asylum? Okay, they're not actually ter- like. <laughs> You have to preface with that. You're not like being torn apart. Yeah. Turn, turn, turn into actual furniture. So I'm not ref- being skinned alive. <laughs> Reference. Yeah. American right. Horror Story Asylum. There are people are murdered and skinned and turned into skin lamps and shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> Great. Awesome. like being on hands and knees, like all fours with mm-hmm. your back straight. And a lot of times it does involve being uh, restrained, like you're arms tied together or legs or whatever having to be like a footrest for however long that the, okay, that was gonna be my next question i was like is that like do i interact with the furniture or is it just you're a piece of furniture and you're just sitting you are a piece of furniture yeah but i'm like do i get interacted with or is it just like, oh yes like, yes yes there? sorry oh okay yeah. okay great 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 yeah or someone's sitting on you or oh my you know, back my right. back's already bad like i mean a urinal me. is one as well i mean you can imagine what that <gasps> involves so sexual attraction to trees or dendrophilia love that yeah it takes tree huggers to another level it sounds pretty yeah but it does typically a lot of times they do seek out a you know a tree that actually looks like a a vagina or an ass like it has entry points the rivets <laughs> yeah the divots and rivets okay <laughs> i'm not gonna say this right mucophilia the arousal uh, from sneezing or seeing people <gasps> sneeze no this one i'm sorry but i can't is so outside of my realm because i hate sneezing i do i deal with it on a daily basis so it just makes me infuriated fair most people love to sneeze they're like, it feels, it's like the closest you can get to an orgasm without orgasming. I'm like, or it can feel like your entire face is collapsing and you're at it. You can't control your body. That's awful to me. I hate that. Those people probably don't have seasonal allergies or like are not surrounded by children who give them colds like every other week. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But that one. Uh, and then we mentioned it earlier, claustrophilia, the arousal from tight spaces and confinement. <sighs> I think I would just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That's it for me. I just want to be comfortable. It's very interesting because there are so many people that are calmed. Like they, it, they require. Yes. A tight squeeze. Yeah. The confinement, not necessarily like restraint, but you know, like you were, yeah, yeah a tight squeeze or they have those, those vests and blankets that are literally, I mean, the weighted blankets, those were all made because it's a comfort thing. It's also like a, a DT, like it's also like an uh, like an occupational therapy thing. Yes. Yeah. So like going back to teachers, teacher world, um, I've had to deal with a bunch of early intervention people. So I've obviously met with like occupational therapists, physical therapists, speech therapists, whatnot. And I've had a few kids that have had to have that, like that squeeze, like they need, mm-hmm. they need to feel pressure on their body. And yeah. because they're inferred, like these kids, it's not, it's obviously not like a sexual thing. It's more like their bodies are moving too, fa- like too fast for themselves mm-hmm. or their minds moving too fast and they like need something to anchor them. And yeah. so that like pressure keeps them calm. But like, as we're going through that, like just talking about that, I remember looking at, this is the kinks? No, the fetish section. And it says a lot of this stuff can develop early on and even in like early childhood. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that got me like, ha, ah! cause it made me think I had this child one time 
And if you don't know DCFS regulation rules, we have to wear latex gloves to change mm-hmm. diapers. So every time I would change this child's diaper, <laughs> I would get like gentle caresses on my hand, like holding my hand just to touch this latex glove. And then they would like linger in the doorway or like wait for me to walk by. Like if I like moved my hand backwards, they would touch my hand or grab my hand because they really liked the sensation of latex. And then I read that and I was like, ha, huh, now I really wonder this makes if me that's how it starts. Right. But like I it makes you it makes you think like, is that is that how things start? Like it's a lot. So to segue from that, uh, it's going to combine everything I just said in the past 30 seconds. I almost dated a guy that uh, everything was like seemingly normal. He was a real cool dude. He like worked at a gas station and he was also like, he taught Krav Maga, Krav 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 Maga, the the Israeli uh, military fighting stuff. Mm -hmm. So he did all that. And he also, I forgot his other job was he had like three jobs. I was like, okay, cool. And we had met on Tinder and we were talking, we talked for like two months. I ended up meeting him on New Year's Eve. I left my friend's house and I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And then I surprised him. I was like, hi, because they he lived close to where my friends uh, lived. So I met him and I was like, okay, we like hit it off really well. We like hung out for a bit. He's actually the person that I talked about, I think, in the stories about maybe hookups or something. Well, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but we hooked up in that uh, club parking lot. Okay. So speaking of voyeurism, uh, that, was, that was one of my <laughs> forays into it. Lo and behold, one day he we were like getting serious and like we were talking about like dating or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like this is gonna be a thing. I was like, cool, I'm we're gonna date. It's gonna be awesome. But he's like, hey, I have something to tell you. Like I have a, a it's kind of a secret. I was like, oh, a secret. I'm thinking, you know, murder. So obviously my mind goes to like crazy details. He goes, um, I am into adult baby play. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. That is not something that I've ever thought of wanting to do or whatnot. So I was like, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah. He's like, can I, he's like, do you, do you feel comfortable talking about this? And I was like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but okay, go on. So he tells me about it. He tell, He's like, I've been into it for a couple years. He's like, I actually chose you because you seem like the perfect candidate because you are a teacher. Oh, I don't and like you, that phrase. And you, and you work with younger kids. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay. So he then proceeds to go on about it. And he showed me photos of him in a diaper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm like, interesting. And like, I already was out. Like, I was like, I don't think this is something that I can do. Yeah. And especially after hearing the phrase candidate. Yeah. Perfect candidate. I was like, now I'm being also fetishized for being a teacher, which who the fuck would have ever thought. But here I am. So I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm like really into like a caretaker style type thing. And I want it to also be very public. And so... (laughs) He was like, he was like, I want to wear like the diaper in public. And like, he wants to like actually use the diaper. And like, he also was into, I guess what people would call like being a sissy. Like, do you know, are you familiar with the quote unquote sissy scene? I don't think so. But if it's anything with the term implies. Yeah, it's very much like wearing like skimpy infantile type clothing. Okay. 
So he wanted to like do that. And he, it was, and then there was like a level of role playing that would go with it. Right. So like, I was like the caretaker slash nanny and like having to, you know, change a diaper. Right. Um, reprimand. He also was into hum- the humiliation part of it too. Yeah. So I would have to like reprimand him for a being a sissy B soiling said diaper. Whew, that was a lot. Uh, and just like do that whole role play in public. And he like gave specific examples to like like a mall that I knew that we both knew of, and I was like, oh wow, that's very niche and very specific to bring up. Mm-hmm. So we talked about it for a while, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. And so we were like, okay, cool. And so then we tried to remain friends, and he was like, and but he was also like, it's, he's like, it's not something I would like act on willingly. He's like, if you want to like go slow and i was like um i don't know and silly me should have been like stick to your guns get out yeah and i didn't of course because i was dumb at the time i was like 25 ish that was like four years ago maybe and so (laughs) we carry on just talking whatever like we see each other every so often it's fine and then he really ramps it up and he was like, are you comfortable with this? I was like, no, not really. I was like, I don't think we can see each other anymore. Like, I, it's not, it's not you. It's like my not understanding. And like, I want you to be able to yeah. live your life fully, do what you need to do. Cause again, I be don't want to like, yeah. Like I don't want to like kink, kink shame him. And like, I don't know if that for him, it was almost um, borderline fetishy. So like, I think it was a kink still in that stage, but mm-hmm. it was slowly approaching fetish life. Yeah. So I and, and like that's what that's what I was trying to hint at before, like by being like there's a lot of gray area too. So it was like that was a moment. <laughs> so we end up like kind of not talking as much, whatever. And we like kind of I like unfollowed him on social media or whatever, but he still would like send me videos and pictures of this kink after I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I'm not really into it, but he really ramped it up. Like he was living his full fantasy, but he wasn't dating anyone and we right. like pursuing anyone. So I was the last person he talked to about it. So it just kept going for the past like five years. And it's only until recently I was just like, Hey bro, like I can't, right? like I can't anymore. And like, I try to let him down so many times, like super nicely. And he ended up getting into like, all kinds of like other not legal slash dangerous things. I was like, Hey, I need you to get your life together. Like as a one friend to another, like one acquaintance to another, I need you to like get your life together. And like, it it just got, it just got real spiraled out real out of control. Mm -hmm. So basically I almost dated an adult baby at one point. I think it's ABDL, which is adult baby. What the fuck is paraphilic infantilism? Oh, I was just going with the acronym. Oh, (laughs) There's an, there's an acronym. It's like A, B, it's yeah. whatever it is. I can't think of it, but it starts with an A and ends with an yeah. L, I believe. So I was almost someone's caretaker at one point. And it like at the time, it literally made going to work really hard. For yeah, a while. I'm sure. And I was like really struggling for a bit. And I was like, oh, this is a lot. But that's like my biggest wildest story because like one time I went to his house and I saw the stuff and he like showed it to me. And I was like, oh, 
okay. And like, and like, I felt bad because like, I didn't understand him. And like, that's like the one thing, like I never, like the one thing I hate is not being understood about shit that I do, whether it's the podcast, gaming, like Twitch, whatever. So I was like, I feel bad, but at the same time, like I can't do this and I gotta go. Yeah. I mean, that, that is definitely a, a much more involved kink or fetish that would take a lot to, to tell someone, especially I guess for the first time. So he definitely latched on to you. Um, it does seem, I don't know, just personal opinion. It seems like a bad idea. I, I know why he thought that you being a teacher would make it a better situation mm-hmm. or maybe more understanding, but at the same time, it's also putting a whole lot on, on you because you are, you are a teacher. This is your job. And then he also wants that to be your private life as well. And your romantic life. That's a lot to ask. Cause like, it's one thing to be like, Hey, I have a kink. Like I have a fetish and like, be like, okay, cool. Or like, okay, cool. I'm not into it. Like I support you, whatever. Cool. But like, but like anything, like you kind of need consent to keep going with it. Like if someone says stop, or I don't feel comfortable talking about it, then you're not the person to be taught like, like that. Like they shouldn't be telling you about it and you shouldn't also be reciprocating, yeah. which I think was a fault on mine too, was I was like, okay, like he literally had nobody. So I was like, there were also other issues happening in his life. And I was like, I, and the thing was like those bigger issues were like, I was like, okay, I'm versed in this. I could talk in this cool. But then it always kind of like went back to the, like the weird sexual thing. So yeah. he was also kind of a fuck boy. Cause he was like, I'm sad I'm this. And then he'd be like, Oh, but Hey, you want to hook up? But it was like, <laughs> Hey, do you want to hook up? Or also do you want to do this fetish with me? I'm like, no, I'm trying to be nice to you. Right. You know, to go from like that to, okay, yeah. Hey, I need to understand how he's feeling, how we're both feeling. Like, right. Navigate those things. So that's why like king shaming and like that shaming are a thing. And like, we as a culture need to also be sensitive about it. Yeah. You know, and like not tearing people down because like, Hey, that's a kink. And there are other people that are into that stuff. And I'm like, great, go for it. But also again, consent, safety, like needs to be a thing. Or do I always say, uh, love yourself first. <laughs> I hate you. I ended the episode. So good. <laughs> Click. Click. Scratch that. Hey, babes. Adam, Adam and I couldn't figure out how to end this, so. <laughs> here, here he goes with the outro. I think we'd love to to have any conversations about uh, your thoughts on kinks and fetishes. Or oh my God, I would we... literally love to hear about your kinks and fetishes. Like, you, you see how excited I get sitting here? Yeah. And I'm like, fucking tell me. Like, I want to know. Yeah. Tell me about it. Especially anything we've uh, maybe misunderstood. Let me know. Literally, and then next episode I will come and clear all the air. <laughs> clear all the air. Clear all the airs. Yeah, but uh, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. You guys can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram at Perfectly Incapable Podcast, and on Twitter at at Perfect Podcast. Yeah, and wherever you guys are listening, please remember to follow, subscribe, rate, and review. We really appreciate that. Yeah. And yeah, thank you guys Thanks. so much. Hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>